Welcome to When God Breaks Through, a podcast designed to look at the messy moments in motherhood and show how the gospel applies in practical ways, giving us hope and grace as we interact with our own kids. You'll hear crazy stories and life lessons from my mothering of eight kids. But more importantly, you'll hear the hope Jesus offers us for peace and not anxiety, for grace both for ourselves and to extend to our kids, and wisdom to point them to Him. I'm your host, Bethany Kimsey. Welcome back to the kitchen table. I am so glad you have been walking with me for the last few weeks. We have been exploring what does it mean to be a grace-filled warrior. If it's a terminology we're going to embrace, we really need to understand and break it down. So we've been doing that. And so far, what we've talked about is that as this warrior, this is our identity in the gospel, that we triumphantly follow our Savior who is victorious over anything that we might face. He already has the victory. It is done. He is working in in and through us for his glory. And we can trust that. And we have been invited to follow him in triumph. And that we have been commissioned by him for the task of this motherhood season. That it's not a mistake that you have the child that you have or the children that you have, that actually God planted those children specifically in your home for you because he knew that there would be nobody better for them than you surrender to him, walking behind him in victory. You are the best. You're the best mom for your kids because he alive in you is just the best equation. So we're, we triumphantly follow him. We talked about being commissioned by him, that it is a calling on your life. And we're going to treasure that calling. It is sacred. It is a holy privilege that we hold. And that because it is this holy place that we get to stand in with Jesus, that we also speak in Christ, that we are the ones who offer hope to our kids in a world that's hopeless. And we are the ones who get to speak the vision forward that it is not about this moment. It is about a kingdom living perspective. And so we beckon our children to get their eyes off of the now and to put their eyes on Jesus. And then last week, we started talking about the fact that we are fierce in the battle. We know that there is a battle raging at all times for ourselves and for our kids. And so we began to explore the idea of the warrior part of this, that you have been equipped with armor and that armor gives you everything you need for battle. And so today we're going to take the second part of that phrase. We are fierce in battle and prayer. And we're going to look at prayer. Because what I would never want to do is shortchange this and say that this is about you doing. And so even today, I want to be very careful with my words for you to understand 
that even in your prayer life, it is not a checklist. It is not a um, ATM machine where you put in your card of Christianity and you get out a desired result with your child, with your life, with whatever. That is not the relationship of prayer, but it is the place God calls you and me. So in our Ephesians passage that we talked about last week, Ephesians 6, at the end, after Paul walks through all of the armor, Paul finally says, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. So he has laid out this whole picture. He has told you and me there's a battle. And it is a battle for your mind. And it is fierce and it is hard. And yet you are fully equipped. Here is all your equipment, the armor. And we talked about it last week about what that means. And then he finishes and he says, and pray at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication, which again, just for context, I want to be very clear. Prayer and supplication are different and Prayer is understanding who God is, and it is the worship of him. It is the posture of our heart towards him. And then secondarily, supplication are the requests, the places that we're desperate, the things that we present before his throne room of grace and say, these are my things, God, that I need. So I just wanted to share with you a little bit um, of a story or a, maybe a background setting so that you know my um, journey about learning how to pray. Um, I have been a believer since I was a child. And so when I came into my motherhood years, I totally knew this concept that I should be praying for my kids. I should be praying for me and my husband and my kids and all the things and I did. And, and yet, if I can just be honest, it was always like I prayed and then I felt in the back of my head this, yeah, but do you? And it was like this space of doubt or wonder or concern of, was I maybe checking the box right so that again we've already I've already confessed inside of this podcast that performance is a a place I struggle with the Lord where I want to perform well and understanding the grace given to me that performance is not needed that God does not look at me and say when you get it right Bethany I will engage with you he does not do that with us but yet here again Inside of prayer, inside of this place, I could hear the lies of, but you probably didn't pray well enough, good enough, clear enough, long enough. And that is why X, Y, or Z isn't happening or didn't happen the way you wanted. You didn't have enough faith. I've heard that echo in my own brain. And so I began to ask the Lord, what does it mean? to be fierce in prayer. And often 
I want to tell you that often I can do one of two kinds of prayer, which I don't think are wrong. So let me be very clear. They're, they're not wrong. The first one, though, is I will do kind of like a flare gun prayer. So I will all of a sudden something terrible is happening. We're in a crisis mode. A child is sick. I don't know. I'm having a fight with my husband. I'm there's something that's happened and I, oh, dear Lord, please help me. And then I just send up a flare gun like I am in crisis and God listens to those. We know he does. And we're going to talk about how we know he listens to our prayers. But suffice it to say right now that God, I want you to understand that God promises that he takes complete count of all of our prayers. In fact, it says in Psalms 56, he treasures our heart cries so much that he puts our tears in a bottle and holds on to them. So he hears our flare gun prayers, the prayers. And the other kind of prayer that I often would pray was, I would call, I'll call it a, like a shotgun prayer. It's like, I just send out, I scatter out the, these pellets across. So all my kids were heading to school and I would just, Lord, give them all a good day at school, please. God, walk with them today. God, let them all know that you love them. And it's like this spray (laughs) prayer. Cover all the things, Lord. And again, our God is not into performance. So he welcomes those prayers. And he says, I hear those prayers. But was that it? Was that sufficient? That's what I always wrestled with. So I began to look in the Bible for answers. And what I found was, first of all, some promises. God is for you and me, and he is for our children. He is at work in our children's lives, and he invites us to lean on him and seek him. You know, it says in Psalm 116, 1 and 2, it says, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. I love that verse when I found that verse in this hunt for how how do I pray? And The truth in that verse is that it says that he hears us. Yes, right? But the posture that that verse tells us about God, that it says he inclines his ear. Do you understand the beauty that that little word for incline means um, to bend down and tent over? So do you know how like when your child runs into the house or runs to you after they've been hurt and, and they're crying and they're distraught and they come running to you, you are the one they run to, right? And what is your first response? Do you turn away and like turn a blind ear like you're not interested that they're crying? No, not even if 
you just watch them get hurt doing something that you had just told them not to do. Like even in those spaces, the cry of your child draws you to them and they run to you. And what is your posture? What is my posture? Always. You envelop your child, don't you? You wrap around them. You tent over them to hear. You are saying, what happened? It's okay. Let Slow down. Calm down. I'm here, right? That's your posture with your child. That is the posture God takes with you and with me. When we run to him and we're crying out, our kids are wrecked or our marriage is in a place that's hard or we don't know the next step in whatever it is. God says he inclines his ear to you and he goes, so call on me as long as you live. Like your kid, even if your kid was 20, like I have a 22 year old and if he came running to me crying, my posture would be the same as it was when he was 18 months old. I would envelop him in a hug and I would bend over him and listen to his heart cries. And you need to understand that about God because it will change the way you stand on the battlefield. And you will stand in the truth of the word of God. And you can cry out to him saying, God, I know you incline your ear to me and my heart is broken. And I stand on this promise right here that you hear my voice and I desperately need you. And so God began to unpack for me, Bethany, I'm inviting you, but I'm inviting you stand on my word. Don't stand on, on your words. Stand on mine. Seek out the promises in the Bible that speak to these moments and stand there. And so I began to understand a little bit more what it meant to pray fiercely. And it means you run to the word of God. Stormy Omarion wrote probably one the the book on praying for your kids. So if you have never read that book or heard of that book, it's called The Power of a Praying Parent. And in that book, she has this quote that I love. She says, the battle for our children's lives is waged on our knees. When we don't pray, it's like sitting on the sidelines and watching them get shot at from all sides. When we do pray, we're in the battle alongside them, appropriating God's power on their behalf. We talked last week. Our kids are in a battle. We're in a battle. We are the mature believer on that battlefield with our kids. It's you and it's me. And if you don't feel mature, I understand it. But God is at work maturing you. I promise you that. And I promise you, too, that he invites you to not just do the flare gun, God, I need you prayers, and not just do the shotgun, Lord, cover it all prayers, but to get extremely specific in your prayer life about your kids, about yourself, 
about all spaces, all the roles you play by standing on his word in those places. And if you're like the way I was, I didn't even know where to find those places in the Bible. I mean, there was a part of me that was like, okay, that's great, Lord, as he began to teach me this. And I was like, I don't know where those places are. So this is what I'm dealing with. Where's the answer? And if that's you, I want you to understand God is the best teacher for you. His Holy Spirit is in you as a child of God. And Jesus said, it is best that I leave so that the teacher can come and lead you into the truth and unpack the word of God for you. And so you have the Holy Spirit. You have the best teacher ever wanting to teach you how to find it in the word. Trust him. Seek him. Spend time there. I've created a little something that you could definitely go grab. It's on my website. It will be linked in the show notes. You could find it at my Instagram. It is just a prayer guide for beginning to learn how to pray scripture for your kids. I do want to say this again. I said it at the beginning, but I want to say it again. This is not an ATM machine. So we pray a prayer out loud and we get a given result. It is a walk in a relationship with holy God. It is an invitation to go more deeply with him and learn more about his character and to depend on him more and keep your eyes on him more. And as a warrior standing on a battlefield, remember, you've been invited to follow him, which means your eyes are on him. Praying is no different. So you can download my prayer guide, and you can pray all the things, and you can hope that it's this quid pro quo exchange, and I'm just going to tell you it's not. But it is the beginning of learning to walk with him and learning to plant yourself in the promises of his word and letting his word change your mindset and your outlook and allowing uh, allowing yourself to watch God be at work in your family. So I want to invite you to grab that prayer guide. I want it more than anything Oh, if you were sitting with me at this table in real life, I would grab your hands and I'll say, so what do you need to pray about right now? Let's go find it in the Bible and let's claim it and let's stand there and I want to pray it with you. So that's my invitation. You can find me at Facebook, Bethany Kimsey, Instagram, Bethany Kimsey, my website, Bethany Kimsey. If you don't get my newsletter, go to my website, sign up for the newsletter or sign up to grab the prayer guide. You can email me because my emails go to you from me and people email me all the time. I want to walk with you as if we were at the same table. And I want to help you find truth in God's word that applies to your situation. Because I promise you, you're not the only one wrestling with that space. I wrote an article the other day 
about how my walk has been with one of our children who has struggled with severe anxiety and depression. And I wrote that article and shared some of the verses that I have had to anchor my soul in because it doesn't feel like God hears my prayers. And that's a discussion for another day, but I want you to understand, I want to walk this with you. So you can find me in those places and you can get that prayer guide. It will give you just, it's just an introduction, understanding how to do it if you've never done it before. But more importantly, reach out to me if you don't have anyone else to reach out to. And I will walk with you personally in this place. Because this, my friend, is how you become a warrior. Is you learn how to pray. God's word is sufficient for all of our needs. And our God bends over us. And he listens to every one of our cries. And he answers our prayers. I'm glad you've been here this week. I want you to know that next week we're going to talk about being an arm lifter. But my heart right now is I want to help lift your arms and learn how to be in the battle without getting your butt kicked. So until next week, may you walk as a grace-filled warrior. I hope you enjoyed this episode of When God Breaks Through. If you're wanting to connect with me and with other moms walking in the same messy moments, head over to bethanykimsey.com. That's where you'll also find the show notes with any links, as well as more resources you can grab to help you see that when God breaks through, when we see Jesus at work, the fuzzy intersection of real-life mothering and the gospel becomes very clearly defined. We can walk with confidence and purpose. Have a grace-filled day.